Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Schwab. Phelan, you feeling good? Not after watching that. Having the Schwab party. No. <laughs> Let's get this over with, Phelan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aaron, ready for the podcast of Let's Get This Over With. Let's get this over with. <sighs> um, okay, so first off, I want to mention a couple of things that people were bringing up about the, the last episode. No. Which were very good points, because <laughs> um, there were a lot of dumb, dumb things happened last episode as far as like continuity, like remembering what is going on in the show. Mm-hmm. So... Well, you know, you're not supposed to remember anything that goes on in the show because the creator said you're a nerd or something. Yeah, yeah, something. One, whoever the guy showrunner is, there's like a husband and a wife. And like the guy, one of these days I'll learn their names. Anyway, he was like tweeting about like how people were like paying attention to every little detail and they don't enjoy TV shows that way or whatever. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you if you don't like if you don't care about the characters or the plot going on cuz we're not talking about little details here. Like yeah. the thing with like why was Mel surprised about the book that she gave Josefina? Okay, well how about this? The week before Jordan's curse was ended. That was the whole plot of that episode and that was the whole reason that Maggie can't touch him. Yeah. That curse is over. So why is Macy acting like the curse is still on when Macy was with him? And if she does still remember, why didn't she tell Maggie about it? It's weird. This episode, there's no acknowledgement of that either. No one seems to remember that, like, that's over. Mm-hmm. That's important. It's the story. It's not just, like, little inane details. Like, yeah. if you don't give a shit, why should anyone who's watching? You shouldn't be paying attention to the story. It's like you're being punished for remembering things. Mm-hmm. And, like, we forget a lot of stuff, but we remember at least basic parts of it where it's like, why why, why is this not acknowledged at all? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, we go over, like, an hour's worth of in the show a lot of the time, so there's a lot of problems to cover. And we didn't even remember that part. Like, we should have brought it up last week. We didn't remember. But, like, the whole, like, Maggie acting like, even when, even before they had their allergy taken away, Mm -hmm. she could have been with him. But Macy failed to let her know, hey, that thing's over with. Yeah. Jordan didn't let her know. No one let her know. Unless they didn't remember. But why would they not remember? I think, like, the writers don't. They don't talk to each other or they don't keep track of these things. Like, that was the whole reason why they couldn't touch. But so they should be able to, to touch at this point. Mm. I don't know. I think that was like I just think a bundle. Maggie on their was part. still. Well, I don't know. Maggie's still being flip floppy about which guy she wanted to choose. Yeah, there is the, the flip floppiness of it, but like. She was acting like she couldn't be with him because of the physical part of it, and she could. Yeah, but she only kind of chooses in this episode who she apparently yeah. wants to be with. So she is probably just, like, stringing him along anyway. That plot means nothing. They've had no scenes together in this entire season. Mm-hmm. It's all been over the phone, and it's been lukewarm. Okay, they had the scene where, like, she was asking him questions from the, the college thing. They had that scene together. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's it's nothing. Like, why do we care about their relationship? We don't. 
Um, also, uh, last week, I just want to ask, because um, someone else pointed this out, it was a good point. Why didn't Harry heal the old man or Antonio? Mm-hmm. Didn't like that old man that, that had the heart attack. And then Antonio's car wreck. Like, they could have had their cake and, and eaten it too. No, he just didn't want to. Wait, why didn't he at least try? They could have said, like, oh, it didn't work for magical reasons. But they're just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we've got to reverse everything. Yeah, Maybe stupid. that was Antonio's miraculous recovery. But they could have done that before ending their allergy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just seemed to act like it was because they put the thing back that he miraculously really recovered this. But you know what? Who didn't get punished at all? Maggie. She still gets her internship. Yeah, what up with that? She still gets her ill-gotten gains. Load of shit. Bullshit. <laughs> You must be kidding, aren't you? Which brings us to the episode we watched tonight, Season 3, Episode 12, Spectral Healing. Phelan, uh, I believe I read somewhere, someone correct me if I'm wrong, I think there's only 18 episodes this season. You know, there's only six left after this? Good. What has happened? Nothing. They found some some monsters that could have been any monster of the week, mm-hmm. killed them very easily, and then they've just been talking about the allergy and like just just puttering around in a standstill. Mm-hmm. It's been the season of nothing. We did get the perfectos, though. The perfecti are here. <laughs> the girls are not involved with any... They're just like, well, I guess they can take care of that and then go off and do their own shit. Yeah, we only had the guy perfecto in this episode, though. That's true, we only had Mo. Yeah. We had Mo Mo, unless whatever the other one was named. <laughs> <laughs> Alondra? Something with an A? <laughs> Nikki! Hey, Nikki! I found these letters hidden in the attic. Mom wrote to our future selves. Alright, Phelan, you want to jump into this episode? Yeah. All right, so we open up with Abigail in the Tomb of Chaos. Actually, it's uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot that was the opening. Um, this is going to be uh, very samey for all of her scenes. Um, there is a glass of scotch. This seems to be symbolic of something. I think it's just supposed to be signaling the, the loop. There's like the loops yeah, that they go through. She like she keeps yelling at the tomb. She's not going to drink the scotch. She throws it away and it smashes on its back and her mom tries to make her drink the scotch. It's like, I don't understand the big I mean, significance of her drinking a glass of scotch. Maybe it's just supposed to be like her giving in, you know, to the illusion uh, of the I whole thing. I guess so, but it's just, it's stupid. It's not... it, it almost makes it seem like she's like a recovering alcoholic or something, the yeah, way that that's they frame what, this. That's the way it came off to me, is like, did she have a drinking problem or something? <laughs> I don't know. Um, she's pretty pissed off at this, so she smashes the alcohol and it reappears. And she says, dear God, this is hell. <laughs> Nothing's happened yet. It's just her looking at, yeah. at a, a glass reappearing of scotch glass of scotch. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> this is hell. Really takes uh, nothing to get her on a frizzy. <laughs> yeah, the, she she folded faster than Maggie and Tartarus. <laughs> I'll tell you everything. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, Macy is in the attic. Uh, she's doing science to try and cure her allergy, but but that's really just sort of like 
to begin the scene. Like, it's not really like, it's just sort of acknowledging yeah. that they're still sort of doing something. It's to remember she does science, I guess, but like, but it's get, not really I mean, part of the plot. It'd be nice if, it, if this was a part of the plot. I'd like to see a plot about her doing science. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was fine seeing her do that. It didn't really go anywhere. It was just sort of like a, a means to get to no, nothing the discovery anywhere. with the, the crate. <laughs> this episode could not happened, really. This whole show could not happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she she gets mad because this uh this science is failing. So she throws some books in anger and then finds this like container, um that has a bunch of letters from their mom in them in it. So, yeah, one of the dumb Marisol notes says like, "Oh, if you ever can't get close to each other, blah blah blah." Like, oh, mom must have knew something about the stupid infection. Yeah, they were giving their mom a little too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as we find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, meanwhile, we got uh, Maggie and Antonio at school, and we find out they both got the internship. But, I mean, okay, it's stupid that Maggie got it anyway, her her yeah. ill-gotten gains. And we saw how damaged he was from his almost life-threatening injuries. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you, like, not even a sling. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope that it was Harry healing him off screen, because otherwise, what the fuck was that all about? You think the actor even knew that his character supposedly almost <laughs> died the like, episode what? before this? He's like watching the season, and he's like, did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> what? Was some injury? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, alright. I would have worked it into my character. <laughs> so stupid. Just casual <laughs> coffee time at safe Remember space. when I asked what my motivations are, and then you'd tell me any of this? <laughs> They must have, like, rushed him out of the hospital, too. Actually, he made it, so get out of here! <laughs> what? I mean, I guess, um... Not expected to survive. <laughs> I guess, like, we didn't give enough credit to Professor, Professor Sexus, because we thought that he took the internship back after giving it to Maggie, but apparently he was like, shit, I can't just take it back now that, like, Antonio's out of the hospital. I don't know. You share it? You, you both get it? I guess. Yeah. Maggie gets her crap. Yeah. No one else does. <laughs> no one else. So Antonio is, uh, he wants to buy her a coffee. And Maggie is like, because gender normative rules says the guy has to pay. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> They're not even on a date. Maybe you could apply that to if they were on a date. But like, if you were just studying together with a, a fellow student. <laughs> the guy has to pay. It doesn't make any sense. And then they do the the clunkiest product placement I think the show has had so far. Uh, Antonio uh, pays for the coffee with a Chime credit card and the yeah. Chime app. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seemed weird to me. It's like, they have to be plugging something because it shows a big close-up of his credit card and then shows the notification on his phone what he paid and stuff. It's just like... Uh, I've, I've never heard of this it yeah. sounds fake so that's why i was like oh is this part of the plot or is it no it's just they just yeah. zoomed in on it and like showed it so that for product placement yeah it shines like an online financial financial institution or something like it's a not really a bank bank or some crap i don't know yeah um it's something that will quickly be forgotten <laughs> But it will live on in and infamy charmed. <laughs> and charmed, where two people saw the episode, you and me. <laughs> yeah. 
We're like, why are they focusing on that? <laughs> it's just going to be people going like, what? Mm-hmm. And then like, <laughs> and then never picking up the chi- the chime app or doing anything with it. <laughs> this got no sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Antonio used it on Charm to think of me to get on that chime thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Swan's like, yeah, do you know you can buy gushers with chime? <laughs> <laughs> then we see Swan peeking over their chair. <laughs> does make an appearance in this episode oh my god the return of swan i was just asking too i was like where's swan been this whole time <laughs> when she's off screen people should be asking where's swan yeah the most important charm character uh during this conversation um antonio and maggie start talking about their exes and antonio's like uh well i mean that x sounds like they suck but uh if you're single now maybe we could get together are you single and maggie's like "Ah, i actually i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and then she has another vision of them getting intimate and it's like this seems lukewarm at best this attraction to antonio (laughs) it's a garbage story this is like worse than like when phoebe would have visions about decks in the city terrible uh, so Maggie is like, I, I don't know, uh, I gotta get out of here. Something about dental surgery or something. She runs away. <laughs> Maggie needs her braces. Dental plan. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie needs a chime. Dental plan. <laughs> so she runs away and she leaves her wallet and presumably her chime card behind. Yeah. <laughs> and Antonio is like, get me 50 coffees. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my god, Antonio, you monster. (laughs) Who the fuck is Antonio? He started out as like a douchebag and now he's just like some generic hot guy. They say he's a hot guy. He's aight. (laughs) (laughs) But like, he's so underdeveloped. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Phelan, what's your opinion vis-a-vis Antonio hotness levels? (laughs) Uh, 2.5. Out of what? It's important. Out of five or ten? <laughs> ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so Harry's talking to uh, the guy Perfect Eye, Mo. They throw in a lot of information here. I-, I could not follow it very well at all. So Harry is continuing his plotline from last week. He says um, he's going to try and become mortal now so he can uh, grow old and die with Macy. And uh, he's like, hey, so are you sure I only have six days to decide if I want to be mortal or not? And the perfect eye's like, yeah, according to this codex you gave me. He's like, what? Why the hell did you do that? How does he? What? He found a codex of some sort and he gave him the codex? And then, like, Moe's like, yeah, I can, um, you, you, to do this, like, I, I can't just take your powers away again because it was only temporary last time. It doesn't give you mortality, but this thing can be permanent if you get the soul of an heir of you to, to donate part of their soul or something yeah. or other. It sounds first, like, he doesn't say part of a soul till a bit into this conversation, so it just sounds like. He wants him to shang sung someone and steal their soul. Yeah. And Harry's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, I guess that sounds all right. Steal yeah. their soul, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? And this is a real Daryl situation, isn't it? When they, like, borrowed his soul without asking. They're like, yeah, you can just take someone's soul while willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a shit. And then, like, they say it has to be a male heir of his. So he's going to go find his son 
to take his soul and he has no problem with this not any mm-hmm. even like a little bit of like i don't know is this morally right yeah not even well, like oh i don't know if i can see my son it'll hurt too much or anything like nothing just a blank space yeah i think a question even when the perfecto says like it's a part of the soul or whatever like you give them soul softening pills and prick them with a needle and get yeah, some oh no. don't, soul don't bury the lead here with the soul softeners don't <laughs> bury the lead they have yeah. fucking soul softeners yeah, it, it's so stupid soul softening pills <sighs> soul softeners he takes his hand and he does this little hummy thing like Wah! and then soul softeners appear in Harry's hand and yeah. he, they're little pink pills and he's like these are soul softeners yeah. so you give them to your son and they'll loosen his soul so you can borrow it yeah well he, he does clarify eventually that it's a part of it but you should still be worried about what that might do to someone no he's not worried in the slightest like Harry just seems straight up evil lately yeah. Like, he, like, like, he just yeah, doesn't care. I'll just soul-softening pill him. Like, I'll drug him without his knowledge, steal a part of his soul, and that's I got mine. Screw him. <laughs> See, I would have thought that this was part of, like, oh, because he killed the evil Jimmy. Then he's, like, he's only got half a soul now, so he's kind of soulless or something. But then, like, Macy doesn't care. Mel doesn't care. Nobody cares. Nah. He's going to borrow someone's soul. Macy doesn't even care enough about this plot to go with Harry. Yeah, she. I. You know, he's usually uh, her assigned person, so uh, hey. real switch up on the teams there. Like the other time Harry went to England, it was Mel who went with him. This is apparently a recurring yeah, thing. She's she's his, his England buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was it was just because they wanted Macy to have that moment with her plot later, so they had to have a reason why yeah, which she's was there. Garbage. And then... But yeah, you know, like it was very <laughs> flimsy. Like it doesn't make any sense like within their reality that Macy wouldn't go with him. Yeah. I mean, it did give us a different dynamic at least. Though like I said, we have seen Harry and Mel go to England together before. This is like the less good version of that too, because that one was more interesting than this. Yeah, no, this was garbage. This is like a bunch of filler plots collide. The episode. Nothing means anything on this show. Nobody cares about anything, and I mean, like the people in the show, the characters, the people making the show, like they don't care. Hmm. Well, this episode was complete waste of time. <laughs> Spoilers. Nothing <laughs> real. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, Mo sings a contract up, or a, I don't know, just some sort of like, I guess it's a contract. Why the six day thing? Like, it just seems arbitrary out of nowhere, just like to give them a the time codex, on it. the yeah. random codex said it. <laughs> yeah, some code like since when was this always this time limit counting down? Just happened to be six days by the I time you checked it. Like six days from what? what? I don't know what this codex is. I don't know what any of that's about. No one seems to think it's that urgent. Yeah. Nothing really. He, and Harry gave up on the soul thing, so I guess they'll do something else. I don't know. Yeah, they could have at least given it some, like, some semblance of reasons. sense by saying, like, since he killed Jimmy, this gives him a time limit on this thing or something. Did we even see... <sighs> 
Did we even see either of them on screen when that six-day limit was set? Or was that something added in ADR later because of whatever they want to do with this plot? I, I think they talk about it when they're in England, too. Like, I think Harry says oh, that to Mel. okay. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it was something they added. They're like, I don't know, we need a, a time crunch or something. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all it comes off as anyways. It's like, let's put a time crunch on them. All right. Well, um, when uh, Mo sings this contract up, he's like, read the fine print on here. Harry does not. He does not. Um, He's like, if you become mortal uh, and after those six days, like, and you don't reverse it, it's forever. Is that what he's saying? Uh, no, he says, like, if you do it, you're stuck that way. Oh, so just if you do it, period, you're mortal forever. Yeah. Yeah, he just has time six days to do this for whatever reason. All right, well, that's the time crunch. So, um, Mel and uh, Ruby are at safe space. Uh, they're they're social distancing, and they're pretty bummed about not being able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ruby's like, "Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I guess I'm gonna return this new lingerie." Yeah. <laughs> and you pointed out like she's never gonna wear it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can't use it this weekend, so never get to see it. <laughs> like it'll hold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna go perishable bad. <laughs> <laughs> this whole Ruby thing too, we haven't seen her in forever. Like last week they pulled a Ruby's with her mother. Mm -hmm. And then like I feel like there was more chemistry going on before and now it's it feels weird yeah it feels very awkward it feels ho-hum and like you know they're professing their love for each other later and it feels very flat yeah like i feel like i i bought it more before i don't know maybe because everyone's kind of done or they haven't seen each other for a while or the social distancing makes it harder to try i don't know if she has more of a regular presence on the show they might have some better chemistry with each other yeah ruby doesn't get anything to do now all right um so we have uh the girls in the kitchen uh macy uh brings out the letters uh she gives them to mel and maggie uh one of them says that uh it's for when they just can't be together when they're feeling apart or something like that so so they think that this is has to do with um the allergy that marisol being smart yeah they thought marisol had some sort of premonition about this or something but the letter uh the text in it kind of fades out at the end uh so they're <laughs> like, like oh, you gotta buy the moquia five dollars yeah <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I gotta go drinking with Celeste. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, we can figure out, figure this out with time. And then Harry's like, that's my cue for a cliched line. Time is the one thing I don't have. They just look at him and like... <sighs> <laughs> yep. Um, and they're like, uh, even he points this out. All of them are kind of like, hey, this is kind of dumb, huh? Like, if you become mortal, you can't heal us, and there might be some consequences to this that we don't know about, and this is all kind of a terrible idea, right? And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, well, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, for whatever reason, they agree on Mel going with Harry to England to see his son. They pull straws, and she pulls the short one. Boom! <laughs> Uh, so Maggie and Macy are talking about the Harry thing, and, uh, and they start talking about relationships, and Macy's like, you still having visions of Antonio's abs? <laughs> and, uh, 
Maggie's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this relationship situation. And Jordan's kind of ghosting me. It's like, excuse you. You've been the one not talking to him. Don't even. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, and Macy's like, ghosting? That gives me an idea of how we can talk to mom. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of this before. Let's ring her ghost up. <laughs> In England, Mel and Harry uh, are there and uh, oops, his son is dead. and man like the sheer reaction from harry is insane he goes that's kind of a bummer he has barely any reaction to this that's his son yeah that was the whole reason he like when he was still when he was mortal like before he died didn't he go to prison because he was doing stuff for his son or something like wasn't it a big deal to him yeah i think he's trying to help his family or something but like now he's just a oh, shucks. Well, guess the plan's <laughs> off. <laughs> Harry with his heart so cold. <laughs> guess that mortal thing isn't going to work out either. Oh well. This is so flat. This should mean something. Yeah. Like I, I just, I was just gobsmacked at this whole thing because, like, this is a, this would be a good plot if anyone cared. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, his son died, and that's also a reminder of his mortality. That's the whole reason he wants to, or his not mortality. That's the yeah. whole reason he wants to be mortal to be with Macy. Shouldn't that also tie into that? But it feels like this was just some random schmo. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so poorly done. I think there's a more interesting idea to be done here too, if his son is still alive. Because <laughs> like we didn't get much interaction with them before. Yeah. But like you said, there is a an interesting dynamic there too though of ha- his son having died and him wanting mortality. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't put two and two together with the story that could have been like something and it, instead it was nothing. Absolute waste of screen time. Yeah, like that could even give him pause. Like, you know, like, I've just lost a son. Like, I just I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of thoughts that can be brought up regarding that. <laughs> yeah. And they are not. Instead, it's just like, well, that's a bummer. Oh, well. Cheerio, then. <laughs> <sighs> All right, back with uh, Maggie and Macy. Uh, they're in the attic, summoning mom using that that chest that they found the uh, the letters yeah. in. You know, I was thinking, I was like, we haven't had enough mama soul. Mm, she's so great. <laughs> they just now thought of summoning their mom's ghost. Like, this is something you could do super easy. Like, mm-hmm. this is just like the old show, though, where it's just like, yeah, it's a bummer about mom being dead. Oh, now mom and grandma ghosts are just around all the time. Yeah, if we just start them getting for that, like, oh, well, that's going to be bad. Um, so, uh, while they're doing this, some, uh, some smoke hits Maggie, and she's possessed! And she does dumb Phoebe baby voice. Oh yeah, she does. Did they, I feel like they pitched up her voice for that. I think they that. did. They, they pitched up did. her voice for, for the one ghost and then down for the other. Uh, but it's kind of like Phoebe baby voice. It is very Phoebe baby voice. Um, she was uh, channeling some Phoebe here. Um, she's possessed by two spirits, uh, and one of the she's spirits possessed by two time wasters. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a time waster. Um, the uh, the high pitched voice spirit yells at Macy, uh, hits her with a, a sonar or whatever, and then like <laughs> she <laughs> falls over. She goes like ah, <laughs> she, like a. 
<laughs> he like flies, flies up to her nest. <laughs> <laughs> and then Macy falls over, is knocked out, so that they can have like yet another shot of someone waking up. This show loves shots of people waking up on the floor, don't they? <laughs> people get knocked out <laughs> people get knocked out a lot um so macy wakes up and she hears some music um she goes downstairs and maggie's uh wearing sunglasses painting her fingernails uh acting like a little brat yeah she got really far she went downstairs yeah yeah these ghosts don't have uh a lot of goals or purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she introduces herself as daisy and she asks for a beer. She's like, give me a beer, toots. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then she turns into someone else and uh, has a deep voice. And she's like, no, because uh, she's also possessed by Daisy's dad. Yeah. I don't think he even gets a name. He's just Daisy's dad. Yeah, I think. No, no dad I Daisy? think he does say his name at some point to Macy. Ghost dad? <laughs> So it's something about being a car salesman. <laughs> right, yeah. Because guys like trucks. <laughs> yeah. Really ironic since a car killed them. Uh. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? It's like drunk drivers and ghosts trying to sell trucks. <laughs> and, like, and I sold the person the car that killed us. Wah. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Macy's like, hey, this is dumb. I'm going to go try and unpossess you. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Abigail and a drink and her mom shows up. That's all I wrote for that scene. <laughs> That's all that happens. It's not yeah. important. But I do want to bring up, though, like, both Abigail and Jordan were, you know, in, this, in the tomb at the end of the last episode. And that's like the big ending dun-dun-dun moment. Yeah. We don't see Jordan once in this episode. No! Credit only. Not even credit only. I don't... Just uncredit nothing. He died, <laughs> I guess. He di- don't see Jordan one time. So like you can't do that. Like, I know they don't use everyone every episode, but it's like you can't be like, oh, he's in this big thing, and then be like, you don't see him? I'm going to call it, when they find them in the Tomb of Chaos, they're going to find Jordan is going to be all, like, feral and am- amnesia and stuff, like the Tomb of Chaos, and then Maggie's going to, like, talk to him about love and stuff and then bring him back, and then that'll be their relationship rekindled. Yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs> That's how it's going to happen. You're not going to see anything of what Jordan's doing. They're just going to find him and maybe his like fro is a little unkempt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like Maggie will be like, love was my true power. <laughs> they just find him stuck on a toilet and he's like, I've been shitting this entire time. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Macy uh, fi- is like looking into what happened, uh, what went wrong with the spell. And it turns out it was to summon the spirit of the first person who owned the object that they enchanted. So the first people that owned that box was and Daisy and her dad. Oh, Marisol bought it at a yard sale. Got him again. <laughs> uh, surely the first owner was like whoever made it, right? If you're going to go that far back. Yeah, I mean, right. I guess. How far back do you go with the ownership? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, at the uh, at the wake for Harry's son that he doesn't care about, <laughs> um, there's a little boy bitching at a lady about chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I want some more. (laughs) More? (laughs) I want a chocolate egg now. Now, now, now. (laughs) That's when she drops him into the furnace. (laughs) It... (laughs) I just kept thinking of Matilda this whole time with like the cho- chocolate shop for little boys and then like put him in the little case or whatever with the, the needles in it or the, mm-hmm. the nails. Right. <laughs> then when he's like eating all the chocolate later, like the little boy that's just eating cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, this woman is um, Harry's granddaughter, Jill. And uh, the little boy, <laughs> a Jill sandwich. <laughs> And a little boy's mad at her. He's like, you're not my real mom. And he's related in some way. Everything's terribly complicated with the family relations in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Harry's like, oh, well, now that my son's dead, I I guess I'm going to go. But wait, the soul softeners. And then, like, I guess the little boy pickpocketed him. And yeah, that's apparently what happened. Soul? Like, he was just going around looking in people's pockets for candy? Yeah, because he didn't get enough chocolate. How would he... Like, this is like two seconds between when we see him on screen and when when they find out the soul softeners are gone. And he was just running around, reaching into people's pockets, hoping hoping candy was in there? Apparently. What is going on? I know. What is happening in England? (laughs) (laughs) Is this what's always going on? There's always like little pickpockets running around looking for sweets. Mm -hmm. I thought they were buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Strawberry flavored sauce softeners. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I I don't know. Well, what do you know? It's not every day you see the stupidest thing you've ever seen. The next scene, Abigail and mommy issues. Next scene, Maggie and Macy are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> Macy's like, I gotta find out how to help you cross over. Give me that sandwich. You can't have the sandwich till you <laughs> help me figure out how to make you cross over. <laughs> the show's so stupid. <laughs> if they find out these are substandard sandwiches, it's right up there with a Baywatch plot at this point. Oh, that also involved Jill. <laughs> Questionable sandwiches. Right. Oh my god, it all comes together. Um, this is when things get dumber. Antonio knocks on the door and just walks inside. He's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just, I'd just come in. Macy, left your wallet. I found your address on your cards. I'm breaking in. <laughs> yeah, this, this break-in sponsored by Chime. So he, he's like, hey, I got your wallet. And uh, Possessed Maggie shows up, and she's like, yeah, I'll totally go out with you. And her dad is like, you can't date until you're 18, and then blasts Antonio into unconsciousness. (laughs) Knocked out again. (laughs) I get knocked out, but I get up again. Uh, So at, uh, at the wake, Mel finds Jill's missing earring. She's just looking on the floor, I guess, for the soul softeners, and she finds an earring. And then Jill's like, "Hey, thanks." And, and here is goes, my dear wife. Yeah. And then her wife is like, "Hello, my dear wife." wife. And I are robots. <laughs> Hello, wife. It is acceptable to see you. Yes, it is, wife. We are married. <laughs> they pull a Brooklyn Nine Nine, shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, wife. How are you, wife? I am good, wife. Doing wifey things. Wifely, wife. I will wife wifely over here. Wifington. 
<laughs> wow, that sure was a clunky way to tell me you two are married. <laughs> the, sh- the show thought this was so progressive. They thought this was so cool that they threw this in there, right? But it felt almost like... um like Russell T Davies level of like LGBT represent <laughs> it was very weird it was clunky and it's also like for no reason apparently really tells Mel something like oh yeah I've really gotta yeah, be honest just- with Ruby because I saw an- another couple <laughs> together yeah it's just so it's just so Mel can see parallels with her and Ruby, and the only parallels there are gay. Yeah, like, there's nothing. That'd be like if you just see another straight couple, and you're like, ah, that reminds that reminds me of us yeah. because straight. <laughs> like, like say like, oh man, yeah, we're like we have some issues sometimes, but we're together. Something's like, yeah, wow. <laughs> sometimes couples have issues, and they yeah. get past it and get stay together. Wow, yeah, stunning this is stuff. About as- this is about as good as Phoebe's love advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell them you love them, stupid. <laughs> Ask Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do. They do drop in some important uh, plot-related stuff. They say that the bratty kid is related to them via affair. So yeah. he is actually like uh, in uh, Harry's line. Like he's is that his grandson or his yeah. great grandson? What is he to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be his grandson. Is he like the brother of Jill? Yeah. Okay. He's stepbrother or whatever. Half oh, brother. so he had a he had an Maybe old half dad? brother. Half brother? Who yeah. was the what was the relation here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his his son cheated and had that kid with some neighbor woman. Oh, okay. Half brother, right. Alright. So he had a very old dad. Yeah. Because he died of, of old age, right? There wasn't, like, anything as far nefarious as we know, here. Yeah. Or any sort of underlying thing. He was just old. The last time we saw him, he was old. Yeah. I mean, he could have had some health issue, I guess. We don't know. He had he had a philandering old son who had, yeah. a, who had a little <laughs> bastard who steals candy out of people's pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, a, and a daughter who uh, loves her dear wife... Wifely Wifington. <laughs> and his his dad was an immortal who had a evil half who was wandering around being a florist at one point. What a weird family. What a weird family this is. Sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um so yeah, they they're like, oh, this kid actually is related, so um so his it's soul's good there for the taking the pills. <laughs> yeah. His soul's there for the taking. It's did fine. Did they get a piece of his soul? I don't think they did. I think they gave up, unless I'm missing I was, something. Yeah, I was super unclear on uh, whether they actually accomplished it or not. It. I think they just gave up because I don't. They didn't follow up on what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Just Harry comes in and talking about like wanting to be mortal later. Yeah, There's... if he was mortal, he would have said it. I would think. I don't know. Unless they still have to wait longer for that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. If this worked and he uses part of his grandson's soul <laughs> for the... Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> they don't just get a piece, though. They have, like, the whole thing out, I guess. Because his, 
yeah. grandson's like a little demon child. Yeah, yeah. She um, and Mel goes to tell Harry this, like, good news! <laughs> you can use his soul. And then they find uh, the grandson with demon eyes and ears. He looks like Rat Boy or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Dear eating... sweet Rat Boy. <laughs> Dear sweet Rat Boy. It's about as fun as that movie, Rat Boy. <laughs> Melancholy. Because yeah. he's got personality. Like Cheese Whiz. <laughs> cheese Whiz. Um, anyway, uh, he's eating a bunch of cake like that kid in Matilda, <laughs> just stuffing his face full of cake. This is Why insane. did they have a bunch of cake at the wake? This is like a party, was it? Yeah. Like they're like, get a bunch of cake and chocolates, and let's let's have a grand time at the wake. <laughs> yeah, this is like the secondary room with a bunch of food because there is the other. The main room has a bunch of food in it too, and then they have oh, more man. food. They over cram there. this place like because I get it. Awake, you might have like some food and stuff, yeah. but I I wouldn't think like oh here's a like condolence cake. Sorry about the death and all. <laughs> let's have. <laughs> Let's have a party. They were celebrating. No one liked him. <laughs> but, like, I don't understand no one at this wake, like, sees a little demon child running oh, around yeah, yeah. forever. No one notices anything. This is very weird. Um, The next scene, Abigail and her mom get along. But then Abigail's like, this is a trick. And then they have some weird framing where the mom's like falling off screen. Like it, it's just a bizarre shot. Yeah, it looks like a shot where some action's going to happen and then she'll fill the frame properly. But that never comes. It, the next shot, she kind of goes forward a little bit. I think she was just a little bit off of her mark. And then they kept that shot in because that's what they had filmed. That's really sloppy. It, yeah, it was sloppy. So uh, we find out a little bit about her history. I've been skimming over this because I really, truly do not care. But here's what we found out. Um, her mom tried to get rid of her demon side all her life uh, because she almost killed her sister with demon flames. And uh, she also kept Abigail in a crate. <laughs> she put her in a crate when she was being bad. Yeah. Uh, I wish she was around still so Abigail would have been in a crate for most of the series. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Is that anything? Yeah. <laughs> Abigail drinks the scotch that her mom's offering her, and I guess that means something. And then she puts her in the crate, and she's like, Mommy, no! Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Macy is talking to uh, Maggie, uh, possessed Maggie, who is crying on the bed about that whole uh, can't date people situation. <laughs> And uh, she gives her whole story. She wanted to go to the prom, uh, but her dad didn't approve of the guy. And uh, so he took her home. And while they were driving, they got hit by a drunk driver and died. Uh, turns out her dad was sad about their mom dying. So that's why he was disapproving all these relationships. Um, so she forgives him and now he can move on. So the dad has moved on. Yeah, Macy gives a really crappy speech. Sometimes you need to let go and let them live life. Blah, blah, blah. Generic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dear well, wife. Boy. Yeah, dear wife. <laughs> I love you, wife. <laughs> anyway, um, Harry and Mel are looking for the, the bratty kids missing soul. Uh, after eating cake and stuff, it'll want revenge. It's something about satiating its hunger. So first it's literal hunger and then it's like, yeah. metaphorical hunger it hungers for revenge by the way like they said there was a bunch of side effects with these pills as they were going yeah. into the house 
like and one of them's like diarrhea and hair loss <laughs> so it's like a kid gonna like shit himself and lose oh, his yeah, hair he, he was shitting all over the wake because harry's like i better <laughs> only give him one and this little brat chugged them all <laughs> he was leaving little rat pellets all around the coffin <laughs> And, he, and the kid, when he gets his soul back, he's like, mm, milk duds. <laughs> um, so they're like, well, who does he want revenge on? Uh, well, he was mad at Jill, so he's going to go after her. And then they find the gremlin kid going after her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he's sneaking around like he's going to gonna do mm-hmm. it because no one notices this at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think he's going to do it, but what he really did was ring up Dr. Shark. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Macy's like, I got a plan for Daisy moving on. Hey, Antonio! Hey, yeah, you, uh, you, fl- you, you tripped on a floorboard, you flipped over, you did a full 360, you knocked yourself out. Anyway, I know how to help with the situation. And then she starts playing time after time. <laughs> Yeah, then Maggie slowly <laughs> walks down the stairway. Yeah, Ma- possessed Maggie comes down the stairs in a prom outfit. She's going to have her prom. And like, if I were Antonio, I'd be like, what the fuck? No, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Why does he? He's like, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he starts dancing with her. with her. Yeah, that'd be like your cue to get the hell out of there as quick as possible. <laughs> Like, I was a- knocked out, and then suddenly this is happening. No, this writing, this writing is as dumb as original Charmed. I will give them that. This is true to form for mm-hmm. Charmed. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, he thinks he's dreaming. He's like, this dream's epic. Is that an epic dream for you? You dance with Maggie in a shitty prom dress while yeah. time after time plays on an iPod. Uh, yeah, as like her sister just stands there in the corner holding it, like. Mm-hmm. Dance yep. with her. Yeah. The audio quality wouldn't even be as nice as it was. Like, it was on her phone, I guess. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't... It would be a little bit too. <laughs> She's not using a Zoom. It's a little better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Macy got it from the crappiest source possible. She didn't yeah. want to pay for it. It's an iZoom. <laughs> it's like a recording of a recording of a recording. Yeah. She she downloaded off of Napster. <laughs> uh so Daisy's able to move on. She uh she leaves uh Maggie and Antonio's like, what the fuck are ghosts? And then they knock him out <laughs> again. <laughs> like, I think he's gonna brain damage She's like, oh well, we don't care about him. <laughs> Holy shit. Do not care. So Macy and Maggie go to the attic to talk while Antonio's unconscious. Yeah, They're they like, even casually bring that. He's unconscious on the floor right now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They're like, hey, we want- I wonder why everything we do always goes back to square one. It's because the show fucking sucks. That's yeah. why. They got a fucking reset button. It's Never move it- forward with anything. Because their one idea was like, they call Marisol's ghost, and like, how'd we waste enough time for that to fill an episode? I know, <laughs> other people come first. I guess. Yeah, so that that's when mom actually shows up. Uh, ghost, ghost, Ma- mama Saul shows uh, up and uh, she possesses Maggie so that they can do a voice cameo and not have the actress come in. Yeah. <laughs> Very obvious. Uh, the next scene, uh, they, uh, the, the bratty kid, uh, Georgie, I think was his name. Giorgio. Rufio. <laughs> um, he tries to kill Jill and uh, Harry stops him. No one notices yeah, Mel, like, uses her magic rope and is, like, tying him up and is like, ah! 
ah, and all this is just going on in the corner of a filled room and no one's looking at it. Yeah, I'm glad uh, Josefina gave them a magic rope and then went off to Puerto Rico. Yeah. What a great character. That what a great quite arc. Quite a story. What a great three episode arc that was. <laughs> what a story. <laughs> Forget it! I'm not doing it! This episode was badly written! Uh, back with uh, Marisol and Macy. Uh, Marisol's like, yeah, I don't know why you guys jumped to that conclusion. Like, the letter was just about, like, fighting. Sometimes you fight. Get this, Macy. <laughs> I have some generic as shit stuff to tell you about love and other horse shit. She said all of her lines like she was doing another narration for the pilot. You know, mm. like she said some lines and like left a letter for them or whatever, just so like, or I think she had like a scene with them or something, but she was saying it so they could do a sound bite. Yeah. Like, nothing is more powerful than your sisterhood. Da-da-da-da-da. Love and blee blee blee. She <laughs> says nothing of any real worth. Yeah. Like, what was the point? They're like, man, I wish we hadn't wasted our time calling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. Um, Macy's like, hey, well, I got you here. Um, so, uh, Harry wants to be mortal, my boyfriend. <laughs> about that <laughs> and then she then uh, marisol's like cool anyway uh tell your sisters i love them you too i guess peace yeah. out bye <laughs> tell macy to listen to her heart I'm like, like one of the themes of this episode was just useless speeches <laughs> yeah this was just a bunch of like uh useless platitudes mm -hmm. like garbage tell them something useful if you're gonna bother coming <laughs> stupid marisol marisol had a lot of apologizing to do to macy as well and she just kind of good you, you know i love you stupid <laughs> more like useless flatitudes uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh um so her ghost comes out and then like some stuff gets dubbed in when her mouth isn't visible yeah because it's just reused footage they had of her yeah, I wasn't sure, but like you were, you were saying it was probably just reused from like before, and I guess that makes sense because they never show her speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just put she, like the ghost effect on it and stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, she turns around all surprised, but then she looks happy. So I don't know what this footage was from. Maybe it was outtakes or something <laughs> from when they were shooting. Yeah, either alternate takes or yeah, stuff like that. Just and then they used used yeah i don't know why she's surprised i made me think is like almost when she got thrown out the window at the beginning but might be <laughs> from something gets else blasted out the window yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah so she fades out the end for her story uh mel and harry have uh the kid tied up with josefina's magic rope and uh harry's like hey it's all right to be sad because you lost whatever my son was to you and <laughs> he's like cool so his soul comes back they have like a, a moment but it's not really a moment it feels flat yeah it's not much and then he's like hey thank you uncle harry it's like whoa let's not go that far kid <laughs> i don't want to be related to you <laughs> it takes nothing apparently for this kid to call you uncle <laughs> uh jill shows up so they can all have a moment the end there <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Antonio is leaving, and he's like, "Hey, sorry for falling asleep in the chair." <laughs> and Maggie's like, "It's all right. Sorry about the concussion." <laughs> uh, and Maggie's like, uh, "Yeah, now that you have a concussion and all that, 
Uh, I can't go out with you. Actually, I want to be with Jordan. I'm pretty sure on this one now. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, will Macy tell her the curse is over? Only time will tell. Uh, Macy and Harry are somewhere. I don't remember where they were. Harry walks over to her and he starts giving this whole long speech about how he wants a full life with her. He wants to have kids and birthdays and all the big moments and stuff. This seemed like it was setting up a proposal. Yeah. And then it it, it didn't. Come. It just ended. No. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, though was I weird. was thinking it'd be funny if he went through all that speech and then Macy's just kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't want kids, Harry. <laughs> the way she the way she reacted was like something was wrong, and then it wasn't. And then no. like he's like, "What were you going to say?" And she's like, "Uh, that same whatever. thing, bro. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, pound it. Was, it. <laughs> it was very strange. Like." I don't know. Then they um they go to Mel and Ruby, and uh, they're having the same scene, basically. They're having all the post-wrap-ups, and um, Mel's like, hey, I saw uh, Jill and her wife reminded uh, me of us, because, you know, they were gay, uh, <laughs> so I love you. <laughs> and then Ruby's like, yeah, I love you, too, and I guess that was a big moment. Well, first, Ruby just sits there doing nothing, <laughs> and she's like, well, she's like, yeah, I love you, too. It's just taking in the moment. It was bad. It was really bad. And like, when I didn't realize they hadn't said I love you to each other. And then like, then when they, when Mel was saying they reminded her of, of them, like, I thought she was going to propose then. I'm like, oh, they psyched us out on that one. Then like, Mel's going to propose to Ruby. No. Because they were married. And then no, it was just weird. And then it ended. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Maggie goes to Jordan's gym, and, uh, he's not there, and Swan exists again! Swan's there to yeah. say whatever line, because she exists only in this space. She's like, uh, Jordan's been missing for days and never called in or anything. I thought it was a little weird, but then I was like, I don't care about Jordan. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think he went off with some hot chick named Abigail or something. <laughs> she gets the name wrong. She does throw out Allison first. Oh my god, Allison <laughs> confused for Abigail, the uh -oh. ultimate insult. <laughs> the subtitles spelled it the same way as you did. <laughs> oh my god, the right way. Yeah. That's how you spell Allison. Uh, Maggie goes to Abigail's. I wrote Abigail's. She has the gall. <laughs> she has the gall to disappear and leave a symbol on the floor. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she finds the symbols of the Tomb of Chaos on the floor, so she figures out what's going on. Uh, we cut to Abigail, she's let out of her crate, and then takes a drink of scotch, and then, I guess, we care. It goes, that meant something. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Phelan! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who is your Margoyle? It's none other than Marisol! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I hate Marisol so much... <laughs> Flames, flames on the side of my face. Why, why is she the standout loser to you this episode, other than generic hate? <laughs> um, she was useless. <laughs> like, a big part of this episode was, oh, we gotta call Marisol, it's gonna be so important. Then they finally get to her and she has fuck all to say. <laughs> you came from the afterlife for, life for this? Why'd she even bother? <laughs> yes. Mom, you suck. You're going to come in here and give us this generic-ass speech. I'd rather you didn't come. 
Thanks. Why wasn't that a big deal? Macy couldn't even see her for most of her life, and they didn't even acknowledge that. Nothing. No. Like, Mar- like I said earlier, Marisol has a lot of apologizing to do to Macy, <laughs> and like she never bothered. Like, you know, I could have at least rung you up on the phone if I couldn't see you, <laughs> and I never bothered with that either. I'm the, the worst. Thing is, I'm intensely stupid. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to offer you at all. No one who might know anything. I don't try to help i just go oh yeah, well, yeah you should love each other you and harry and uh, you tell maggie that uh, she should love herself or something because she certainly has a problem with loving herself doesn't she <laughs> <laughs> who is your margoyle <laughs> my margoyle is harry <laughs> Yeah. He was going to sell out his family, steal their souls, did not care about Rat Boy at all. Was going to give soul softeners. He falls for, he's like nothing suspicious about this. Thanks Mo for the soul softeners. Yeah. He was like an idiot and like he ju- he seems sinister. <laughs> and if I was Macy, I'd be a little bit mad after that speech and then no proposal. <laughs> like he seemed like he was setting it up. Yeah. And then nothing. Harry was my second choice, but I just really wanted to give it to Marisol. (laughs) How many chances do you get to give it to Marisol? She ain't around as much as she used to be. If it was season one, it could be any episode. You're like, Marisol, why is she here? (laughs) Sum up your thoughts, Phelan, on this episode. It feels like a bunch of useless filler episodes collide and barely anything happens. It's a waste of time. I only, uh, there were parts I enjoyed to laughing at, but it's, it's few and far between. Um, I'm over it. I'm just over it. Charming over it. Charming over. Let's wrap this up, Phelan. <laughs> All right. If you enjoyed our podcast uh, more than we've been enjoying Charmed, uh, appreciate it. If you like, subscribed, or reviewed. Um, wherever you're enjoying this podcast on. You can find us in audio form uh, wherever you find podcasts, uh, particularly Anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. You can find us on YouTube under YouTube.com slash Movie Nights the Series or YouTube.com slash You can support our shows on Patreon, uh, see things early or take part in polls, all sorts of stuff at patreon.com slash movie nights and patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. You can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What hashtags? Hashtag sweet soul softener pills. (laughs) Hashtag useless flatitudes. (laughs) Hashtag no one cares about Abigail. Hashtag it's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, Charmanders. We'll see you next time.